0: And he's missing his fucking
1: index finger. Men don't have to be lickers if they're cashed up.
2: I tried to rub my nuts on his face. Hello
3: and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are here, stoked you are joining us for episode 105 of the program. A lot to get to today, as always. Before we do that, I like to let you know how to get in contact with us. I like to make it, I like this to be an interactive thing. We have some good emails and voicemails to get to. Today, email and voicemail. I feel like emails and voicemails is wrong, and I, I say that, and I, I know it's wrong to say that. It's e- The plural is email and voicemail, so I'll try to fix that next time. Uh, if you want to email the show, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the address. You can also send us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS, and as always, some, some good stuff happening on our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. There's been a lot to react to there. Stuff that we don't necessarily talk about on the show. I've been called out. A lot of calling out going on. Some tragedies, multiple tragedies. It is it is pretty enjoyable to be a part of our Facebook community. So if you, if you're not there, you're missing out. I, I, I'm just going to tell you that right now because it's the show is more interactive than you think, and the, the show is only an hour plus a week. But we're still around. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we're also on our Facebook page. And there's a lot of interaction going on there. So I would suggest you go there, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. And as always, I checked our iTunes uh, iTunes comments, reviews is the word I was looking for, this week. And there's a bunch of reviews on there, all five stars, all uh, very, very nice, genuine reactions from people there. Um, so I, I appreciate everybody that's gone on to iTunes, subscribed to the show, and reviewed and rated the show there. That's really cool. Speaking of that, one of, one of the comments I read on iTunes was just three words. More Ed Daly. He joins us now. Ed, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. You know, You know how moments in life... It's ne- the the great moments are never the planned moments. That's true. N- New Year's Eve is never the best party.
3: Big letdown,
2: right? And you just you never know when your greatest moments will happen. Well, I can definitively say yesterday was the greatest moment of my life. Um, Tell us about it. And you know when people say, "Oh, the birth of my kids and stuff," like yeah. the, the day they're born, like no fucking way, like uh, oh. you're. Up
3: for twenty four hours. Yeah, there's straight. a lot of there's
2: worry, there's there's yes, very yeah, stress potential complications like no fucking way is the first no. day. Like, no, no. And then
3: way. you gotta take care of them. Then the, yeah. then there's a realization right. that there's one more person right. you have to take care of.
2: Right. You're garbage if you say that's your best day. Agreed. Um, I was wearing uh a hoodie. I was wearing an easy hoodie.
3: Sweet. Only yeah. you would own such an item,
2: by the oh. way. But okay. And it says easy does it like D U Z. It's a
3: it's, that's a, an album. You had an yeah. album called that. Yeah, and it was
2: that? it's a pretty sweet sweatshirt. But I was not thinking about the fact that I wore it. I just threw on a hoodie. Right. Snow Snow Day. I was I was walking with my kids, and uh, I, uh, a maybe a twenty two year old guy, like very nice. young guy. Yeah. And although race shouldn't play a factor, like it does, it, it does it, it can't not. Black dude came up to me. Yeah, Camp, walking down the sidewalk, he goes. I gotta say that that sweatshirt is dope. And maybe, maybe, maybe he said "dope as hell." Maybe I'm upgrading it in my own mind. But either way, he used the word. He said that sweatshirt is dope, and I was like, "Hey, thanks." And like, my kids aren't impressed because they're five, six, and eight. They don't even know who Easy is. No, but like, don't get it. It was, it was, you know, that's validation. That. I, n- I don't care about seeming cool, looking cool, but somehow that, f- that felt fucking. That was like, I've never done heroin. That to me is probably what heroin feels like.
3: No, I, it's, and you're right. Race shouldn't play a factor, but when a cool black guy acknowledges you and says you're cool.
2: Yeah, and he didn't I mean it's a know, good feeling. He didn't look like Urkel. He looked like just a cool, like regular black dude.
3: Well, yeah, no, I mean, he, he, he was could-
2: unloading a truck.
3: He respected your Easy e sweatshirt, so he had to have some cool factor. He was a like working guy. He knew guy. what was up.
2: He wasn't some bum. He was a working guy. Yeah, he was just in yeah. the middle of his job. I was walking by him on the sidewalk, and he felt like while he's, he's on the clock, he's going to tell me my sweatshirt was dope. And it fucking, it's the greatest moment of my life. I'm not no, going to lie. That is, yeah. That way is, better I, than my wedding day. Way, way better than any moment of my life, for sure.
3: That, that had to be a good feeling. I'm really, really happy for you.
2: Yeah. I'm happy for myself.
3: I'm, I'm all, but I'm also unhappy for you because today we learned we lost <laughs> perpetual old guy, Abe Vigoda, who at this point was most famous he was for playing, still being alive.
0: Yeah,
2: he was playing with house money. Tessio.
3: No, Tessio from The Godfather. <laughs> 94 years young, an iconic dude. He will be missed, but I, I was, I'm sad for the Vagoda family, but also sad for Ed Daly, who had chosen...
2: Well, I had him A- in 2014. Yes, you went back
3: to him. You went back to the well.
2: His 92nd year, yeah. I was fine with it, and then I jumped off him. I took uh, George Kennedy last year. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going back Vagoda. Yeah. And I got greedy. I I gotta admit, there was greed involved. Hubris. It's
3: it's true. Well, it's um, I mean, I've been riding this Zha Gabor wave for a few years now. They're just they're going limb by limb. Eventually. Limb by limb. Yes. She's she's in pieces, but thoughts and prayers to the Vagoda family and and more so, thoughts and prayers to my my buddy Ed Daly, who kept Abe Vagoda in the front of our minds on this show
2: often. Rip fish.
3: RIP agreed. Uh, okay, let's we got some emails. Let's bang through these. Yeah. Brian, somebody actually sent you pics. He's referring to. We talked last week about our listener Johnny Football who had a life coaching dilemma. Maybe I don't know, it's been a while, a year ago probably.
2: I ga- I got to think he's just fully embraced it and living in Europe, right? He
3: he might be in Sweden, but this show is available in Sweden. He could reach out. He has the ability to yeah. reach out.
2: Oh, wait, he must he must just be, you know, going at it. He, right. he's, just, he's just off the grid now.
3: Right. Uh, l- let's, let's all take a moment and show a little respect to the compliance of the on-her code in its full gl- glory. Of course, he's referring to my well-known, at, at, at B- Brigham Young University one time, some players got suspended for violating the honor code when it came to oh. fraternizing with women.
2: You mean I, black guys, right? Because right, of course. The, the white guys never get caught at BYU.
3: Well, and also they're already married. Um, and I I immediately announced, announced that I had my own on her code, which is the opposite of the honor code in that anybody who has any kind of sexual activity, I want to know about it. So yeah, this Johnny Football is adhering to the on her code uh, by sending me pictures of his Swedish stewardess in various states of Undress. But at the same time, he needs to give us an update. We need to, The honor code dictates that we need to know what is going on. So Johnny Football, reach out. Um, he continues, Gents, in your most recent episode, a question was asked about Ed regarding The Bachelor. I think I mentioned this before, but as a non-fan of The Bachelor, the best thing about your segment is knowing Ed has checked out and yet remains in the discussion. I couldn't agree more. A muted game on TV in the background is the least surprising show reveal ever. That that is from our friend Rome. Show, uh, Ed, you don't have to respond.
2: I uh, mean, right, right now yes. um, it's Oklahoma City eighty-three, Knicks eighty-three. So I'm just prepping for for a bachelor conversation.
3: I had a last night. I you know me, Ed. I do not watch very much sports. Unless we're talking about the rugby world cup final or something really important. The Dodgers are in the playoffs. I'm not a huge sports fan, but last night I saw that the the Golden State Warriors were playing the Spurs. And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah, the two best teams in the a Western
2: Conference. Big, big time matchup.
3: Yeah, sure. and I and also the woman I live with has announced that her two favorite teams. Oh, no. Are the, are the Warriors and the Spurs. And I'm like, you can't, those, they're rivals. And she's like, well, all teams are rivals, which I didn't really have a good yeah. response
2: to. Right. So she's, she's essentially a six-year-old boy, right? Huge,
3: like, yes. She, she just picks whoever she's heard of. And so I go, well, I go, hey, let's, let's throw that on. Let's watch it. First of all. And so then I go, I, it takes me forever to find TNT. I'm looking for TNT, because that's usually where national games are on. And right. it takes me, like, 25
2: minutes to find that channel. Right, because you're it. not watching, like, the, the hardcore no drama of the channel. librarians or whatever, whatever yeah. their shitty shows are. I have
3: DirecTV, and it's, like, in the two hundred somewhere. So I finally find it. It's not there. And I go, oh, well, sometimes the games – I don't know, like, the schedule of the national games. So I go, oh, I'll, I know. It's on uh, – It's on ESPN and ESPN is 206. I know that channel because sometimes I go there. So I just don't even
2: have DirecTV and I know 206 is ESPN on DirecTV. Right.
3: Yeah. So if you're at a bar, you go, hey, 206. Because the people at the bar never know the channel when they, you figure they're being asked to tune in sports channels all the time. And so you have to be really quick. Yeah, that's true.
2: You work at a sports bar, like, fucking know your channels.
3: You should know your channels. Uh, So I I go to 206. And it's not there. And I go, well, this is like a big game. I see people talking about it on Twitter, like somebody's it's massive, watching it somewhere. massive game. Yeah. So I go, so I had to do the thing where I like search, like go to sports and search right. and it's on NBA TV. So I go, Oh, okay, I'll turn it on there. I don't get that channel.
0: No, nobody, nobody should get that channel. <laughs> whatever,
3: whatever package I have does not include NBA TV. So I was not, I was unable. I wanted to watch a game. And I was unable to, unfortunately. So I, I tried to be a sports fan. Okay, more emails. I digress. Oh, good
2: effort. Good effort.
3: Thanks. Uh, Brian, in the previous The Baller Lifestyle episodes, you said that you aspire to be a Vine star, YouTube sensation, and what else am I forgetting? Svengali? Yeah, that's one. That's from Ish. Um, I remembered one because I'm having a hard time remembering these. I, I also, Ed, uh-huh. Tumblr stud.
2: Ooh, that's those are dick pics, right? I, I don't know.
3: Just I don't. Just it sounds like something you want to be Con, like, like confident
2: enough that you're posting your hog. Kind yeah,
3: of. Vine Star, YouTube sensation, Tumblr stud, Svengali. I feel like there were five. Maybe somebody can help us with the fifth because I so, there's so much genius pours out of us on this show. It's very difficult to remember. Hey, okay. one
2: one thing yes. about uh, Vine Star. oh yeah, they're the, they're the worst. Yeah. I saw something yesterday. I think Ad Age or one one of these you know major oh, publications no.
3: oh, oh, did a, no. oh, did
2: no. did a thing on like this prominent vine star. And my buddy sent me the the link. And uh, within the story, they had a compilation. Right, these are six second videos, and the compilation was like two minutes long. And this is like all of his life's work. And I really could only get through about half of it. Two thirds of it. Do we, Do you know the guy's name? No, he was a good-looking, like in good shape, young guy, and it pretty much it it, it's it's essentially um, what is the the thing when everybody dances like you're not uh, flash mob. Uh, Oh yeah, flash mob. Yeah, that's essentially what Vine stars do. They like flash mob you. Like they show up at the supermarket and they start singing Neil Diamond at the the checkout line. Like that's what it is. And it's like. Oh, this guy's got you know great abs, so he takes off his clothes and starts singing, you know, "Sweet Caroline." Like, oh, I hate this guy. A- and this guy has got millions of followers and he's making millions of dollars. But that's that's what passes for comedy. And it just, my response to my buddy was, I think this just means I'm old. I'm not going to say like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're they're no talent. Like, this is what people are into. Like the younger, you know, and by younger I mean like under 30 like not even yeah. like not even like 12 and under like yes everyone under 30 they're they're into this shit and i i have no answer for it there's it's I, it's essentially flash mobs
3: I, there's someone i know and you know this no, person too no. via no via virtually we okay both you and i virtual mm. friends with this yeah. person yeah and this person i know is is obsessed with a particular vine star. And this person has just learned that the vine star does some of his vines. He does his vining with a neighbor of this person.
0: Well,
2: there's interacting with neighbors too. Yeah. So, so that's true. Well,
3: I don't know. I don't know how this person is, has became aware of this. I think through watching the Vines, this person was able to go, oh, hey, I recognize that location. Oh, no. And it turns out that this person is like an adjacent neighbor to a friend of a Vine star. And this person has started to stalk this Vine star's location. The person I'm talking about has been known to listen to this show. So he or she
2: may hear this and This person needs to be shamed. I I can think of two words. Yeah. One, problematic. Yes. Two, upsetting.
3: Yeah, both. Yeah. (laughs) Both excellent words. Uh, Okay, there's more. Uh, Brian and Ed, I'm hoping you both can offer (laughs) some life coaching for a problem I've run into. We are not even through January and I've already maxed out my Roth IRA and my 401k for Whoa. the year. What would you guys suggest I look Would you guys suggest I look for a tax deferred annuity or possibly real estate? Any help you could give me would be much appreciated. Thanks, Dean and Clemson. Wow. wow. You guys got guys well, got it going.
2: Yeah. Dean, Dean, couple things. Yeah. First, it that email sounds kind of big time. But right. aren't you maxed out? Roth is for, for the smaller contributions, right? I, I don't know. I, I'm, so I'm an I. 401k,
3: you, you can put like 12 grand into, yeah,
2: right? Yeah, you, you max out both for sure. Max right. out whatever you can and yeah. always do that. Because you yes. max out early in the year and then later in the year, you can't contribute to it. So then that's more income.
0: Yes. But always okay.
2: max out whatever you can. But yes. you know what? The Chappelle Scho- Show sketch. Wu Tang Financial. Right? Got to diversify your bonds, man. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Diversify. Always. Diversify. Always. Yeah.
3: Always. Good. That's good advice. Ed's, Ed's a finance guy. He knows. Uh, also, is Clemson a place? I thought that was just a school. Is, South- Cle- is Clemson if- in Clemson?
2: I mean, I assume he's in South Carolina.
3: Okay. I, I'm just wondering if he's making. Oh, if he was, and that was you know what? Interigo.
2: You know, that Clemson is kind of SEC country. Yeah. Like you go to, you know, you, you you would say oh they're in the ACC, but like you right. wouldn't say the Clemson girls are like Duke girls. Like Duke girls are historically ugly. Oh, but right. Matt Doherty, I remember when he was UNC's coach, he said, yeah, the Duke cheerleaders the ugliest in the nation. Oh, wow. But anyway, wow. I'm just saying Clemson, those are SEC caliber girls, so like he might be living in the hotbed of talent.
3: Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I've, I've never been to Clemson, South Carolina, but I heard it's a hotbed of talent.
3: I believe you. Uh, okay, here's another one. High as fuck watching the Australian Open. What? This asshole Boris Becker is whooping and hollering in the first r- row behind Djokovic. He, like he's out there playing Michael Chang. Uh, hold on. I have to sneeze. Fucker is snagging airtime and peacocking some shitty F.O.B.S. Ed Hardy-esque tennis hat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this isn't the most offensive thing about the other B. Beck's that I discovered tonight. I just read that this monster had his then-father-in-law photograph him and his wife in the nude for a German magazine. I couldn't imagine a normal dude wanting to share more than a half brow with their father-in-law, much less their raw bratwurst. How do you get a little fluff going on for that photo? How big of a monster is Boris fucking Becker? That's from Juan Largo. Um, Ed, Boris Becker, monster?
2: Well, he's German. Yeah. They have,
3: they have a lot
2: of there's deals. A, right, there's a all- whole... Yeah. Right, we're grading on a different curve here. That's true, uh, and also he comes from the '80s. And really, when you think of '80s tennis stars, you think yeah. of one word and one word only: John McEnroe, cocaine.
3: Oh yeah, those guys love to right? blow. Yeah. So they're
2: they're playing by a different set of rules. And I'm you know I'm not just saying like an occasional toot. Oh yeah, we're so, we're talking mountains of clown powder like I'm, these. These these are people that we, we can't relate to. They're, they're they're
3: they're well known international playboys. Like they go right. to m- places like Monte Carlo and
2: Ibiza. Like no right. big deal. They're rich Matt's, as hell and they're young. Matt's Velander.
3: M- yeah, Mats with an S. Matt plural. Right.
2: These these are people that we can't relate to. So Stefan Edberg. I yeah, I cannot pretend to relate to them.
3: No, I can't either. I'll tell you this well this this I had to look this up and, and this is Boris Becker's ex-wife uh-huh. and Boris Becker I once and Boris Becker, you see him on TV now and he looks like shit. I'll be honest.
2: yeah he I mean, again, done some hard living, I'm sure I saw I saw
3: Boris Becker in real life one time. it was in, I was in Germany. big was, dude he's a big dude. I saw him at a bar in Munich. And he's got a type. Because I don't think yeah, this he does. I don't think he was with the ex-wife. And I don't I'm it might have been the current wife.
2: He's got that. a he's got a Robert De Niro type.
3: Yes. He likes he likes black women or mixed race <laughs> women, it looks like. And he was with one when I saw him. And he's, he,
2: he's into heavily democratic women.
3: Yes. He's <laughs> he's a big dude, and this chick he was with was tall, and she was fucking. Beautiful. Like he yeah. walked in with this chick, and everybody turned their head, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, the Boris Becker's also there." Uh, so he's he's doing something right. But yeah, monster. I mean, he's just he's just he's on a German. That we don't understand. He's German. Yeah. German monster. Great initial so Okay, uh, here's another one, guys. As you have noted on recent episodes, the quality of the emails and voicemails have been garbage lately. We, your loyal listeners, have let you down. In the place of our bogus emails for a few episodes, may I suggest a few topics for discussion while we replenish our good content? Some of my suggestions. Here we go, Ed. He's bulleted them. Yeah, let's do it. Con air.
2: Here,
3: okay. Here's here's a problem with that. Ed is a a world renowned expert. You think the guy knows a lot about nine oh two one oh or the Baltimore Orioles. This guy knows Con Air. Con Air. is like the Zapruder film for Ed. Meanwhile, hey Brent, you know I, you I saw know, it once.
2: Yeah, you know how you did the uh, last week? You put some companion pieces and they're great. Yeah, yeah. Just just for his purposes, repost from like eight months ago. Remember I did, yes. I did I uh, did who of the Conair cast would you most like to have babysit your kids? Abs- yes. Did a whole column about them? <laughs>
3: yes, it was pretty funny too. Uh, yeah, we'll repost that this week. I, the problem is, I could never hold my own in discussion of con air with that, Unfortunately, no. um, here's another one. Do we really have to have the Olympics this year? That's a great, great question. And the answer, I, of course, is no.
2: No, I, I totally disagree. Oh my god, I love the Olympics. Oh my god, I, I hate. The Olympics. I I love the Olympics more than almost anything, but the NCAA tournament, and I don't know why. I don't give a shit about these sports for the three and a half years in between, but I do. I love, I love Olympic sports. I love sprinting and wow. I love shot put and and taekwondo and boxing. Like all these random like, things. Here's the I problem:
3: d- some of that shit I like too, but they hardly show any of it. Like I want to watch boxing. They they nope. might show Bob Costas might jump Hang in with on. a, one American guy fighting.
2: 1988. I agree, but now everything is televised. So now I don't I mean the NBC it's all NBC gonna is going to be is diving and gymnastics. But all you have to do is go to CNBC or USA network any of the like the bullshit subsidiaries and that that's where you get the real events.
3: Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll have a look at this Olympics because I'm not into all the swimming. Here's what I'm into. Love track and field. I'm into boxing, wrestling. I like track and field, but like you're talking about, the off events, the javelin, the fucking hammer throw, shit like that.
2: But I'm not into it a year from now. I'm into it just every four years.
3: Of course. Um, And the other thing I'm into is rooting against the United States men's basketball team.
2: Yeah, I I don't understand how people are into it. Like, it just, it's not fun to me to cheer for a country that has all the resources yeah I, I I'm fine with individual athletes I cheer for the Americans in every other event, but in the team things like that i don't i'm not I'm not on board with cheering for Kevin Durant like oh look at this underdog story
3: yeah same and when I, you know our college kids used to go over there and yeah, the other countries would send their professionals to play, and I didn't care like i'm I'm fine with our college kids losing to their professionals. I don't need to see professional basketball players in the Olympics. It's not interesting to me. I don't like yeah. it. So I, I root against the USA, of course. Uh, here's another one. The Beverly Hills Cop. And this is another topic. The Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Is that? Axel F, right? Yeah, that's it. Herbie but
2: Hancock. You and I had a text exchange when Glenn Fry died. That's and right. I said, and this is this probably the same for this Herbie Hancock thing. Uh just like that and Neutron Dance from Pointer Sisters. Like yes. I have a fondness for these songs in that context. Like I, I like the cigarette truck chase. But if I heard yeah. Neutron Dance elsewhere, no. This is garbage. Just like if you heard Axel F just like hanging out, you'd be like totally. what the fuck is this?
3: Yeah, turn this
0: off.
2: Right. Get this it is, off right now. This is all garbage, but it works when Axel Foley is chasing down Victor Maitland.
3: Totally agree. Couldn't agree more. Okay, here's another one. Uh, Maybe like a bunch of episodes on The Wire. I mean, we could turn this show into a Wire podcast if we wanted to. Yeah,
2: but but The Wire is like reading a book. It is. A a great book, but like you wouldn't just say, oh, you know, let's discuss Chapter 8 of Old Man and the Sea or something. Although Hemingway pretty much sucked, so. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I mean, Chapter 8 of Confederacy of Dunces, that's a great book. Uh but yeah, you wouldn't discuss like a chapter at a sequence. Like it Yeah, The Wire was a beautiful book. It played out like a book. It was not one of these uh, you know, fast action TV shows. It all I, played out nice.
3: I still am having a hard time reconciling the fact that Wallace is Apollo Creed's son. And he got yoked. Yeah. Yoked. Dude got, got fit. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> okay. Uh how Ed hasn't gone insane living in New York's rusty little brother, New Jersey.
2: Oh my god, shots fired. Well, there is a couple things here. One, you know how I feel about state pride. Yes. You you can all go fuck yourselves with your state pride. I don't I don't give a shit about any other section of New Jersey but my section. Yes. But I love Hoboken. I, I will take the Pepsi challenge of Hoboken. Like, the people are like, we're New York City residents, and they live in Brooklyn. The last two times I've been in Brooklyn, and like, no joke, I got off the subway, and in both times, there was a guy on a unicycle riding by. Like, oh, it, is, yeah. it is every bad stereotype you, you would think.
3: You're just shocked that you didn't see a guy on a penny farthing. <laughs> yeah. Fucking steampunk no. central. But like, Hoboken is like the sixth borough. Well, right? I, mean, I mean it basically is New York and Hoboken, it you, takes
2: me six minutes to get to Manhattan on the train like it's, and, it's right there
3: and from Hoboken you can see Manhattan like you get you can yeah, we you get a the view, view of Manhattan because you're in Hoboken across if you're in Manhattan
2: you're looking at Jersey it sucks
3: yes yes
2: <laughs> but yeah I love Hoboken but like don't don't try to like get me all ruffled up like taking shots at Jersey like Jersey Jersey for the most part sucks and guess what else sucks Every other state, every single one, you could point to most of the state, and it's terrible.
3: Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, like, I did. I wouldn't I did. ask
2: you to defend Sacramento. No, of course like, not. It's just the way it goes. No. Most and
3: states are terrible. The whole middle of California and most of the top is pretty shitty. Um, I did notice that... Um, Mike Trout was on the Weather Channel talking about the yeah, Blizzard he, the other day. He's a,
2: he's a Philly suburb guy. Yeah,
3: he's got that, he's got that Philly accent, and he's from, like, yeah. Millville or someplace I've never heard Yeah, he's
2: I'd the pride of. of Millville, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Philly.
3: Right, all South their, Jersey.
2: All their TV stations are Philly. Like, he's, he's not from my section right of Jersey. That's, Yes, that's what I thought.
3: Oh, that accent. Uh, okay, here's another one. What the fuck is Tumblr? Um, do you, uh, Ed, I happen, I've discovered Tumblr. And I know what it is. do, well, you, want me, do you want me to? Uh,
2: I would like you to because I I only know it as like a free website, right? Like, like I don't it's, I don't I don't have thoughts on it.
3: It's a good place to peruse pornography. It's loaded to the hilt with dirty, dirty pornography gifs and gifs and videos and pictures. It's a fantastic pornography repository. Well, I, don't, wait, I don't know what how, else it's How for. do you get there? You just go on it. It's, but
2: I'm saying you, just, you go on Tumblr, are you looking for something like the Google search will take you to a page on Tumblr? Or is like Tumblr yes, just known to be porn?
3: Yeah, well, no, you go to Tumblr and then you like, it's like any other site you, you follow. So you see something you like right, and you're like, right, oh, right. I want to follow that. And then it just shows up in your feed, like Facebook uh, or Twitter. Right. Same idea. Uh, anyways, sorry for this trash email. Keep up the good work, Zach in Denver. Zach, that was a fantastic email, and all your emails yeah. are good. So, yeah. uh, good job on you. Uh, okay, Ed. Emails out of the way. We got a voicemail. It's Kyle and Scanny, and I, I almost, I almost did this for you guys because Kyle, Kyle and Scanny, he sent, he left this voicemail. But the best part of Sky, Kyle and Scanny's voicemail is that he left. The same voicemail three times, but stopped in in different places, and then picked up. And then I got another voicemail, and it's him starting from the beginning. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've heard this. And then he would leave a little bit more, and I'm like, and then just stop talking and hang up. And it wasn't like they were five minutes apart. Like the last one, he left at was at five p.m. one day, and then he's, the ne-
2: he, he, he's conscientious, yeah.
3: And then then the next day at eight thirty. AM, he leaves another voicemail and and where he finally finishes his topic. So it was it it's I'm not gonna make love, everybody love listen.
2: Love is not a strong enough word I have for Kyle's game.
3: It's great. Uh, my, so I'm not gonna play all three for everyone. I'll just play the final bit. But I'll just say this, imagine this stopping at two different points in the same soliloquy and you can imagine the three voicemails I got. But he's got some important information. Let's hear from Kyle and Scanny.
0: Hey guys, Kyle here. Uh, getting back to you on the Amish deal. He is, uh, I asked him he didn't want to come on. Uh, he said just ask the questions, I'll, I'll get the answers. Um, as far as those movies, Ed, he has not seen them. I don't know if you guys remember, a few years back, there was that Amish Mafia or some bullshit show on TV or whatever. He did watch that, and he said that was all all fake. It was all bullshit. Um, but ironically, he is on a bowling league, so I think he's averaging like 120, 130. I don't know, pretty good bowler, I think. And he's missing his fucking index finger. He cut that fucker off in a saw working on the wood wood mill. Um I guess that's what I got on Amish. And as far as Brian, uh shame on you breaking those wrists. Why why did you add thirty more pounds after you already maxed out? Um fill me in on that logic 'cause thirty pounds seems like quite a big jump. So uh yeah. Catch you guys later.
2: Whoa.
3: Kyle and Scotty.
2: The gold standard.
0: Putting it down.
2: <laughs> well, first of all. Yes. Kyle. Your buddy hasn't watched. Like, yeah. a- ask anybody to name two Amish related movies, and he hasn't seen Kingpin either of them.
3: And Witness. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But he's watched, like, some uh, Bravo or TLC, you know. Reality show. Yeah, it's a little Come on.
3: Yeah, Come yeah. On. He knows about the Amish Mafia. I mean, he's a little bit younger. He's got a good bowling game. This 120, maybe, 130 average. Maybe, that sounds pretty good.
2: Unless he's doing one and a half frames.
3: <laughs> no, no. He said, I think he said, it might have been in one of his earlier emails <laughs> that he said that, or voicemails, that he said that he bowls the requisite amount of frames, 10 <laughs> frames. Uh, but I do, as he plays with a, uh, Physical handicap in that yeah. he's, he's missing his finger.
2: Yeah. It, a very Amish related accident. He, yes. He,
3: t- he took the index finger off in a saw. Yeah. Awful. And he's right. Shame on me. Shame on me for, for trying to go big on my squat and um, breaking my wrists. I don't, what, what can I say? Like,
2: you're Kyle on the mend. At this yeah. point, you're on the mend. Yeah, I'm
3: mostly better at this point. Uh, excellent voicemail, Kyle and Scotty. Always yeah. welcome. Okay. Ed. Let's talk some sports. The Seahawks have been in the news. It's, we had we just last week had the NFC and AFC championships. Tom Brady was vanquished by sad Peyton Manning and the sad Duxie through all game. Very ugly game. Uh, what is it's going sad. on in the world of sports? What do we need to know about?
2: Well, let's... You know, Seahawks, let's start with a a little slice of life, one Mm -hmm. of their players. Uh, This will be fullback, and not to be confused with the 1989 Syracuse power forward, Derek Coleman. Yes. Good old old Derek decided to smoke some synthetic Mary Jane, a.k.a. Spice, and he felt he was fine to drive in Bellevue, Washington. And a little side note, I uh, once did a sales call in uh, Bellevue, Washington, and just killed it. They, they, they're they big buyers there. Oh, everything. really? Oh, yeah. you, you make a big of commission bonds, on that trip, of, huh? Of bonds. Oh, nice. Nice yeah. job. But yeah, so if anyone wants to sell bonds to someone, go to Bellevue. But anyway. Sell,
3: sell the fuck out of bonds. I would need <laughs> to know what bonds were first. And please, don't <laughs> well, explain you, them to me. Guess Do not. What? Don't tell me what bonds are.
2: The only thing that would make me uh, more tired than listening to Bachelor conversation would be bond conversation. Oh, okay, that's um, great. Right. Uh, anyway, Coleman felt fine to drive. Then immediately went 60 in a 35. He, he hit a car. And then like, if you hit a car, what would be your move?
3: Um, I'd stop. Um, get out and have, get my information and be like, hey, don't, well, don't admit fault. It's the number one thing it says on your insurance card. You know, just keep it to a minimum. Take pictures of your insurance cards. Pull what? over to the side of the road. Make sure everybody's okay. I'm sure that's what he did
2: yeah well he he thought about that, and then Derek Coleman did the other move, and he just kept ince- accelerating and <laughs> he, he uh he just kept accelerating until the with his uh his uh Dodge Ram and just kept accelerating until the car flipped over oh, the other great. car flipped over. yeah mm-hmm. then he took off on foot, which uh you know onlookers have said barefoot. I might oh no! Oh no! Pretty sure it's illegal and, to drive barefoot. By the way, okay. But he's, uh, you know, he he's a fullback. You know, he's a blocking back, but yeah, he still just uh, only got two two blocks away before he's, he was actually arrested. He's a fullback, so he's
3: a white guy out of Nebraska.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, the guy is one of those. I mean, NFL fullback means you're as wide as you're tall. Right. Right. But anyway. Uh, uh, what, I would like you to tell me what's most embarrassing. The fact that the following was found in this Dodge Ram, and I'll give you a list. A blue and red multicolored glass spoon with a black tarry residue. oh An open package label, labeled fucked up aromatic therapy. Oh, no. Three five-gram pouches of mad pit bulls aromatic therapy. A hard candy called... Eda pure lemon drops containing 100 milligrams of THC, an open package of hard candy labeled Red Delicious containing THC, with some loose candies. Oh my god! On the uh, fruit roll-ups labeled watermelon ribbons containing 250 milligrams of THC. Act Mouthwatch. Uh, roto Cool redness reliever eye drops, 10 millimeter magazine containing 10 live 10 millimeter rounds, or
3: Oh my the God, final my thing:
2: two slippers near the pedals. <laughs> He's crowded slippers.
3: The whole reason that these guys smoke this synthetic marijuana. First of all, synthetic marijuana is just like some leafy shit with chemicals sprayed all over it. You're, it's basically like smoking PCP. You're just I, or embalming. I fluid. know.
2: I I had this conversation with Michelle the other day, and I was like, "What point? We're going to have to have the conversation, which is going to be a weird yes. conversation, like." Telling your kid, hey, weed isn't so bad. Like, at this point, you know, my kids are 8 and 6. Well, everything is bad. But, like, at some point, you're going to have to say, like, hey, look, if you want to smoke weed, that's okay. But, like, this fucking synthetic shit is just a terrible idea.
3: Um, Yeah, I totally agree. And he, so the reason that these NFL guys do it is because they get tested for weed. Right. But of course, this guy has tons of candies and edibles with actual THC in them. So right. yeah, he's smoking the spice, but he's still it you still test positive whether or not you smoke it or eat it, dummy.
2: Yeah, I'm guessing that wasn't a Harvard degree.
3: And it you went. may you may as well just smoke it. You live in Washington where it's legal. Right. Weed is legal in Washington. The the NFL's really gotta look at this because they're doing more harm than good. First of all, all these
2: guys are hooked on
3: Vicodin, and all of right. painkillers.
2: Take, take all these pills that are going to ruin your liver instead of smoking weed.
3: Yeah, when they could just smoke weed. Just like let them smoke weed. That keeps them off the spice or whatever it is. Like they, these guys need just, to just be allowed to smoke
2: weed. Yeah. Uh, I got another Seahawks-related news. Okay. Uh, a fan named Sarah started a petition on Facebook mm-hmm. to ban Carolina quarterback Cam Newton from ever playing in Seattle. Uh this is her quote. Cam Newton is one of the most unprofessional unsportsmanlike individual in the face of the planet. That's oh that's God. her actual words. Yeah. So I say for the 2016-2017 season when the Panthers come to play in Seattle, he should be banned from entering the stadium. This should teach him to put his arrogance in check wrote uh wrote somebody on the change org petition. Uh, The petition was approaching a 1,000 signatures Tuesday. Apparently, Newton disparaged someone's Seahawk flag congratulating the 12th man a couple of weeks ago. Like, they waved it in his oh, face, and he the just 12th thro- man. He threw it on the ground. So, Brian, what's the most embarrassing part for Seattle? The fact that they didn't invent the 12th man thing. That was Texas A&M. They have to pay royalties on it. That's right. Or Yeah, and yet they take such pride in or that someone brings a flag to a game and is actually proud to advertise it.
3: Yeah, um, the 12th man thing is pretty embarrassing. I, like, Seattle's got that thing that, like, a lot of cities have where they're like, we're so great, like, people are jealous of us, and yeah, they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and that's good for them. They had a really good defense.
2: Yeah, I'd like to have that success, but, like, I would not like to be one of these people wearing a number 12 jersey.
3: But it before they won the Super Bowl, I still thought they were in the AFC. Like, I was like, whoa, holy shit, Seattle. Just fucking, they're representing yeah. the NFC in the Super Bowl. They're like, did some, somebody get something screwed up? Yeah, you, they
2: beat the Raiders so many times they got to the NFC. It's yeah, like, now what?
3: they're in the NFC. Nobody even knew that. They're way at the top of the corner of the country. Nobody gives a fuck about you, Seattle. Nobody's gunning for you. Nobody cares that you're loud. Like, nobody, you're you're not of consequence in the major scheme of things you're not you don't matter in the NFL you're not going to win the Super Bowl again it's just it's
2: enough and and, we've had enough of you and flags even if you let's say you're an asshole who likes the 12th man uh, you know celebrating somebody's got a flag the seat in front of you you're a terrible person yeah somebody paid for a ticket and they've got to stand behind someone waving a flag flags are never tiny like, you can't even see the game. No, that's awful. You
3: shouldn't be allowed to bring him in.
2: Also, the 12th, like, being loud, that's basically
3: like doing a full-time wave. Like, you're really, really into it, and which is embarrassing. You should be embarrassed of that. Being, being too vocal and too much of a participator is bad for one's look. Hey, something good happens on the field, give him a cheer. But to, you don't just to well, yell I, the whole game.
2: No, it, also, in the crunch time when the other quarterback can't hear from Shotgun, like, Though, that's a time to be loud, but like sure. just being proud. Guess what? The Seahawks didn't make the Super Bowl most of the years of our lifetime. That's right. And that was the same 12th man. Like, oh, you can't handle us. Isn't it weird how the fans got so great when their defense was incredible and Marshawn Lynch was running over people?
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Then all of a sudden the fans were the, the difference maker. That's right. Get the fuck out of here, Get Seattle. Get the fuck out of here,
3: Seattle. I agree. Okay, and what's something happened with the Broncos and Tom Brady?
2: Well... I mean, in the feel-good story of the weekend, the Broncos beat the Patriots, so we don't have to deal with New England in the Super Bowl again. But, um, you know, uh, in the 2018 loss Sunday, the Denver Broncos harassed and harangued. I like that word.
3: Yeah, it's a great Uh, word, harangued.
2: uh, Tom Brady relentlessly while beating the Patriots Sunday. Denver hit Brady more than he'd been hit in any game this season. The pummeling was so bad... That New England actually fired its offensive line coach after the game.
3: Yeah, they could, they couldn't protect him. They, they, they were yeah. overwhelmed by the Denver defense. It's
2: like a turnstile like yeah. DeMarcus Ware who was run out of Dallas because right. like, yeah, he was out of gas. That guy was doing just fine this weekend. But anyway, yeah.
3: Von Miller was very yeah. active. He had he had an interception and he slipped and fell. Otherwise, he was going to take right. that thing to the house. That was a pick
2: 6 that he had. But the worst part for Brady is Bronco defenders badgered him with hanging brains. Quote, wow. I tried to lay on him a few times, an unidentified Broncos defender said after the game. I tried to rub my nuts oh my God. on that his should,
3: face. That should be a lifetime suspension. <laughs> Brian. Weaponizing your ballsack sack in, in, yeah. a, in a, a gladiator sport, that should, that, that, that should be a lifetime suspension.
2: Yeah, you know, what I mean, what's the worst thing when you're, when you're Tom Brady lining up? Are you worried about head injuries now or an apple bag to the dome?
3: Yes, exactly. It's it would that's definitely a good psych out tach- technique. If you know, hey, if these guys get to me, I could be getting atomic sit uped out here. Like, I, I need to keep my head yeah. above water. I got to get rid of this football or somebody could be dangling brain on my eyelids. Like, it, it really makes a difference.
2: No, I, I've, I, I'm on record. I, I have some NFL linebacker, you know, dong experience in my life, but oh like, yeah.
3: Brandon I don't, Spikes,
2: I don't, I don't know, but I would yeah. imagine a guy named Demarcus <laughs> yes. probably has a lot of equipment to
3: imagine. Handle. Imagine what you saw in, in that Brandon Spikes was packing. Imagine that even just through the thin. Lycra of football pants, that thing just rubbing right up against your cheek, like grinding.
2: And I'm not, yeah, I'm not Tom Brady fan. No. But like that guy, you know.
3: He doesn't deserve that. What did he, what did he do? Guy's just a good player.
2: He's just just good at his craft.
3: It's, it's a tough one when, when uh, Denver is playing New England to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, It's basically like everyone at home is rooting for a tomahawk missile or. Well,
2: that, yeah, that's, that's the old, you know, AIDS versus syphilis kind of thing. Right.
3: It's just like such a, such a bad outcome either way. Ed. Yeah. There's a dude from Chile. Mm. Milijenko Parcerias, Parcerisas Bukovic. Mm. Interesting name for it. yeah. Sounds Yugoslavian. Sounds Z- Croatian. Is Z- he Z- German? Yeah. Anyway, he's a huge fan of the actress Julia Roberts. Ed. Hmm. And to show his appreciation for the Academy Award-winning actress, can we fact-check that? There's no way she's won an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> uh The yeah. 56-year-old Chilean newspaper vendor has tattooed. 82 images of Julia Roberts' face on his body. He said he started. This, this is going to shock you. He said he started getting the tattoos after watching her film, Aaron Brockovich. Whoa. And Ed, he has since spent a million pesos, which is approximately twenty five hundred bucks, on the tattoos, and he plans to get more ink work done on his chest, back, and arms as long as there is space and he has the money to afford it. All of the tattoos he has were inspired by various films, uh, scenes from her films. Ed, what's more shocking? <laughs> Considering the enormity of her lips and teeth, that someone could fit two, much less eighty-two <laughs> images of Julia Roberts <laughs> on their body, or that a Chilean newspaper vendor could put together twenty-five hundred bucks U.S.
2: <laughs> well, that's the big one. Because right, news- that's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, newspapers are dying in America, and we we are just throwing away money in this country versus Chile.
3: Yes,
2: uh, and I I really would love a breakdown because I I need to know what movies this guy picked. Like, did do you think he picked
3: one? Where, well, there she's famous for that one where she's a whore,
2: right? But she's at but least, she's got a heart of gold. At, at least there, the yeah. hooker with the heart of gold, right? Like at least there's you know, sexy outfits. I would assume. I mean, I saw that movie like twenty years ago, but yeah. I mean, Erin Brockovich. I remember she was kind of showing cleavage in that movie. Yeah, but I also, but like but like trashy hair. Kinda. I
3: also feel like she wasn't even as hot as the real Erin Brockovich at the time.
2: I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to her looks. I just it's a bit much that 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 tattoo fetish. Yeah, it's it's a little over the it's top. A bit, I, I, like I, I, what? What's a, I? I'm trying to think of her movies. Like I remember I when know. we were kids. Her like breakout right before Mystic uh, Pizza. No, even before that was a movie called Satisfaction, was which was supposed to catapult Justine Bateman oh, to I fame. Recall.
3: Yeah, I recall. And it was, was like the band? just
2: the yeah, and the yes. Justine Bateman vehicle turned into the Julia Roberts coming out party, and and. And I'm still unsure why Bateman just went, you know, went the way of Skippy. Nobody ever heard of her again.
3: She's done a lot. Julia Roberts has done a lot of uh, romantic comedies. Also, I have have an issue with Pretty Woman because it really gives you the wrong idea of of what a streetwalker is. Like, they make it seem very glamorous to go out there and put your knee-high boots on and... Walk around on Hollywood Boulevard offering blowjobs for money. Like it's a dirty, dirty job, and yet here's pretty woman making it seem like it's just the cutest thing in the world to be a street walking whore.
2: Yeah, yeah. Your biggest obstacle as a streetwalker is Costanza being a little nasty with you.
3: That's right. A little, little too rough. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, Ed. Let's get into it. We got got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today in Fancy Pop. It is time for Fancy Pop. Joining us now... Everyone's favorite part of the show Of course I'm talking about our own Baller lifestyle Pop culture slash bachelor correspondent Fancy Sauce How you doing Fancy?
1: Here she is
3: Hey Fancy uh, What are are some iconic Julia Roberts roles Like if I was going to get 82 tattoos Of Julia Roberts Mm -hmm. on my body What um, movies would they be from? Pretty Woman We determined where she's a whore with a heart of gold
2: Right what, was what else did she do? You've,
3: you've got mail or something? Pizza. Was she in
2: something like that? And stick
3: beats doing it. No, she was not in You've Got Mail.
1: Hellic is that Meg breathe. Ryan?
3: Oh wait, I'm getting that confused with Sleepless in Seattle.
1: Hellic is that breathe. Meg Ryan?
2: That's Meg Ryan. I, I honestly, I, I, I mean, I've is I've seen, John Grisham. Yeah. I've seen plenty of Julia Roberts in my life, but oh yeah, Pelican Brief. But I can't think of that many. movies. She was in
3: one of those Ocean's Elevens. Like the, uh, I, well, I only ever saw right. the first one, so she'd have to be in that one. She's in Ocean's Eleven.
2: I saw the second one and re- reminded myself that I should have stopped at one. But,
3: but, Ed, they had so much fun. Those guys just had a blast making the, that movie. The second
2: one was like, hey, let's just film us hanging out at uh, Clooney's Lake Como. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> let's go to George
2: Clo- Clooney's mansion and make a movie. She hey, look, Don Cheadle doing a cannonball. Let's film it.
1: She was in that rom-com, Nodding Hill.
3: Oh, Notting, with um, Hugh Grant.
2: Oh, and she was and in that movie. there's a pub that's really good right by, I guess, one of the like the her iconic big hit. locations. And people just take pictures nonstop. At the Notting Hill pub. Big yeah, hit but like, was... like last summer, I was watching people take pictures, and
1: who's still thinking about that movie?
3: No one. I haven't thought about it since. Uh, what's her big hit, Kathy?
1: Um, That Aaron Brockovich.
3: Oh, right, yeah.
1: That's and she the won one an she, award. Won, she won
3: Academy Award.
1: Also, she was in that movie Closer, she, she, which, was good, which was really good.
3: Oh, with um, Natalie Portman.
1: Back in the day.
3: And Oh, I that admit, was uh,
2: Mike Nichols. That was, that was decent, yeah. I
1: think.
3: Um, she was in Dead, oh. Dead Ringers. Also, Never don't forget
1: it. Eat, Pray, Love.
3: Eat, Pray, Love. Didn't see that one. That was a Bali theme. Didn't that take place in Bali?
1: Mm -hmm. part of it did yeah
3: yeah, yeah. you know what that
2: is that's somebody finding
1: themselves I'll never watch that
3: kind of movie (laughs) oh no no you don't like people finding themselves no No. fuck them Uh, real quick another email Neil deGrasse Tyson one of Ed's Uh, favorites uh, and Jesus shit B.O.B. are engaged in a rap battle that started over an argument about whether or not the earth is flat Ed I know you love a good hardcore rap battle who do you side with your boy N.D.T.? Or Earth Truther and former MTV Teen Choice Award winner, B.O.B. That's from Juan Largo. B.O.B. just spells Bob. Is this guy called Bob? Am I saying His it right? His
1: name's Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray he's, Simmons.
3: He's B.O.B. B-O-B. I, I never Bob. heard of the guy.
1: I, I call him Bob. I never once. I refuse to, to call him B.O.B. I never heard. Of
2: him. Uh, he's He's got a uh, a good song called uh, Headband with Two Chains.
3: Oh, two, cha- um, two Chains always wears many more than Two Chains. AKA he, always, he should be called like Five Chains. A.K.A. 12 A-K-A
2: chains. Titty Boy.
3: Titty Boy, yeah. love. Uh, I love Two Chains.
2: I mean, most of my views on the inner city education system are based on season four of The Wire. Right. But I can't blame B.O.B. because what I understand, he was a high school dropout. Like, you know, you don't trust the system. I mean, I, he's, he's a flat you earth. You don't trust the man. He's a flat earth truth thread. Okay, like but that's fourth grade. Fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like enough oh, with your Twitter dude. followers. Yeah, he's enough. a good dude. He's enough. fighting a good, good fight. dude. You're fighting. What, what's the fight? He's everyone educating people. Everyone with a brain. Everyone with a brain's like, okay, you know, this is a rapper just trying to get, you know, start controversy. Like, nope, nobody cares. Well, if
3: the, if Neil deGrasse Tyson, if we can't go to Neil deGrasse Tyson. And his sick floral vest collection.
1: Some of them are marine themed.
3: Neatly trimmed mini mini fro. And seen
1: some vests with like tropical fish on. He's
3: the the answer guy for the realms of the galaxy.
1: I did a little research and apparently there's an entire Flat Earth Society, 200 members strong. That is purportedly not a joke. There's like YouTube videos that they've made that you can go and watch. Oh, man. Um, I'm just excited that the year of the celebrity truther is here.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: In full swing. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I, and should we B.O.B. rapped
2: about getting ahead on a 10-speed. So, I'm, I'm on team B.O.B. Well, that's practically impossible.
1: B-O-B, I can't even be done. B.O.B. tweeted a picture of himself. Um, we'll post it on the Facebook page. Yes. But basically, it's, it's him standing in, like, a park and in the way distance is, I guess it's L.A.
2: Yeah.
1: And he says in his tweet that goes along with this image, the cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where is the curve? Please explain this. Oh,
3: shit. Boom.
1: And yeah, like he doesn't
3: realize started how big the rant. Earth is. Right? <laughs> the Earth is
2: massive. Like, the- Earth's got to be at least like 36 miles all the way around, right? I like
1: that <laughs> Neil shut it down with, this tweet yeah. after many but back like, and How forth
2: cool! Tweet. He he yeah. he shut down a guy who who didn't even finish high school. But like me, fuck, Neil deGrasse. Neil's the go. guy you turn to here. No, right. why do we have to turn to him? He's why an don't expert. We just turn to our exactly. own Brains. He needs to inject himself. We can't himself just let every
1: these situation. like flat Earth truthers like ramp on vest the internet. Can go
2: fuck himself.
1: <laughs> also, the guy's got great vests and a mini fro. Ed. He, I love he, him. He, his no. tweet was, "Dude, to be clear." Being five centuries regressed in your reasoning doesn't mean we all can't still like your music.
3: Oh, hey. Respect. See? He's a respectful arguer. Good for him. Um,
1: So shortly after he let loose a song called Flatline that features both an out-of-context chunk of Tyson discussing the formation of the earth as well as some casual Holocaust denial. you know what?
2: That song actually sounded okay. Oh my
1: god. Then sadly, I guess if you're Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew, who's also a rapper, never has the world called on your presence more than after your uncle's been dissed by a rapper that believes the earth is flat and he released a diss track in response. It's a not a good track.
3: It's see now this
1: It's not a good track this
3: could get me to side with Ed because while (laughs) I'm on board with Neil deGrasse Tyson, I am not on board with Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew rapping <laughs> that I cannot get with
1: I listen to the song it's bad I'm
3: sure it is okay what DVD. else is what else is going on Kate
1: um well Mariah Carey is engaged to her billionaire Australian boyfriend James Packer uh,
3: Australia's fourth richest man
1: that's right they've just released they've just leased a mansion in the I mean, Oaks he's
2: he's Australia's fourth richest man that's right that's right you know, Australia is full of talent yeah. yeah. And, and Mariah at this point, you know, I, I was never it. I mean, I, I think in the mid 90s when she was tip top, I guess she was attractive for yeah, like the body was on
3: is, point for a while. A short but while. I'm just
2: saying she is sloppy yeah. at
1: best. I have She's never looked at her and thought that she was attractive. And this
3: guy, let's be honest, this guy, James Packer, just no looker himself. I mean, but he's rich right. as hell, and that's all hang that matters.
1: Hang on, hang on. Uh, men don't Cash have to be at if they're king. cashed up.
3: That's right. That's what I'm saying. He's Cash rich. as king. Doesn't
2: yes. matter what he looks like. This, is, this world, we can point to a billion reasons where guys can find hot chicks.
3: He could do better. Uh, I do know that they're both still married to other people, which I feel like could be an— um,
1: I heard Nick Cannon's not happy about this. obstacle. She apparently has full custody of their kids, That's which crazy. I found weird. That's great. So anyway, I love gross displays of wealth. So let me tell you about the house they've just leased. Yes. It's in the Oaks, which is a fancy gated community in Calabasas, which is home of the Kardashians. Mm. It's so far, so 18,000 square feet on one acre, sweeping views. All the stones imported from Italy. There's a theater, sauna, gym. The house took over five years to build. It's never been on the market. The lease price was apparently around $250,000 a month. That's a lot. I mean, that's a
2: lot of money. Also,
3: way crazy. out there in Calabasas,
1: so hot. Yeah, a little hot.
2: You know, what, you know what's the great indicator of when uh, Cash is King is when you see a hot mom with really ugly kids. Yeah. And you know, you're like, well, we know, we know why. We know why your life is laid out yeah, the way it is. there's some
3: rich, short, fat, tubby, bald piece of shit that she's married to.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be a piece of shit. Oh, easy.
3: He's yeah, he probably does. a very nice guy, <laughs> but not in this fantasy. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on?
1: Um, thought I'd bring a bit of sports to Fancy Pop. By the yeah, way, that's, I that's, heard oh, my name mentioned in vain no, in relation to a sports that's not team true. earlier. That's not true.
3: I just said the person. Super, I, I said the person I live with. That could be rude. anybody. Super rude. That could be just anybody. Just want
1: to put that on the record. People don't know we cohabitate. Tiger Woods' alleged mistress, Which Amanda Boyd Duffner. Oh, Oh. right. Jason Duffner's ex-wife. Jason Duffner's ex has apparently bought... Well, you know that they had a steamy affair. That was apparently why they broke up. That's
3: a rumor. Well, she
1: has just coincidentally bought a a house in Jupiter, Florida, a couple of miles away from Tiger's house. Shut up. Yeah, property records show that she purchased a three-bedroom, three-bathroom uh, house paid cash In May 2015
3: Wow See she I used to follow her On Instagram But when she got divorced From Jason Duffner She deleted her Instagram So I haven't been Able to keep up With the happenings Of Amanda so Duffner
1: People think That that's a little weird
3: Wow it is, is a little weird Is this all
1: part of her plan To I, become the next Mrs. Tiger Woods
3: Well she's a, she's, a, she's an attention seeker So who knows
2: By the way I I went to Jupiter, Florida Once in my life uh, family, friends' house. And while I was there, I visited the Burt Reynolds and Friends Museum. Oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> was oh, I have that's a sick. koozie there. Wow. <laughs> it's, a pretty, it's a pretty sweet koozie. Oh, that is pretty sweet. How much did- do you think? And, and all they do is at, they have, uh like, a ton of Smokey and the Bandit and then a bunch of evening shade uh, memorabilia. Uh, well,
1: Smokey and the Bandit the one with the chimp, orangutan? No,
2: that's... uh.
1: Every witch way but loose. That's What's Eastwood. Smokey and the Bandit. That's any witch way but loose.
3: There's no uh, there's no animal in Smokey the Bandit, it's just Smokey is um, Jackie Gleason. He's a cop. It's like in the South. And apparently back then, at some point
2: Oh, and inner prime Sally Field.
3: Inner prime they they were a couple. She was. She was looking good. She was real good. She was real good looking. But apparently, back then, it was a real big deal to drive beer from one state to another. Coors. It was Coors. It was Coors. And so there's a whole was it
1: prohibition.
3: It, it wasn't prohibition, but it's I don't know. They, you were, can going, get,
2: they were going from Texas, to uh, it, like Florida. Yeah, it was not.
3: So the whole point of the movie is they were smuggling beer and uh, and. Burt Reynolds had a cowboy hat and a firebird.
2: And he only took his hat off for uh for sex.
3: That's right. That's exactly right. Hmm. All right, Kate. What else is going on?
1: That's it really. That's, I just have a question. Yes. What do you think how much do you think Jason Duffner is worth?
3: Oh, okay. Jason Duffner is a top 25 okay. golf pro. He's is this post divorce because he had to get he had to cut he had to break uh, Amanda the Duff chunk
1: before divorce.
3: Go- golfers are very wealthy. Okay, like how would, much do you think? I would he's worth? say that Jason Duffner conservatively is worth between twenty and twenty five million dollars.
1: Okay. Really? Yeah. How much? I,
2: I I honestly have not even heard of Jason. He's a Duncan. he's a good
3: player and I hear a lot about him because people think we look alike. He and I. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: so how much do you think she got in the settlement? Because I know I have it. She
3: got I I remember this. She got a house and she got like he did like the just they didn't have any kids and they also hadn't been married that long. So she actually made out pretty well. She got a house and like three million dollars.
1: Huh. It just says here that she received a 2.5 million lump yeah, sum, 2.5. as well as a Mercedes SUV
3: and a house, I think.
1: And a house, yeah. All right. all but right, I, right. I, I, they were only
3: married a few years. She's
1: after Tiger Woods. I'm just going to put that on the record right now. Yeah,
3: she she stays in shape.
1: Yeah, that's it. I'm doing a sh- I'm doing a short, tight, fancy pop this week.
3: Yeah, good for you. Thanks. Great job, uh, Ed. As always, fantastic yeah. job on your end.
1: Oh my bachelor! Excellent job. My bachelor recap week four is up on the website. Bachelor, you want to check yeah, it out.
3: Bachelor, bachelor. Olivia has re- gone
1: crazy. Yes,
3: if you're not, and I'm still <laughs> feeling JoJo. I'm feeling JoJo, and well, I'm feeling Becca.
1: Last night, Ben was feeling them both. Yeah.
2: Is is the really? the black chick that you said is, is like? Is she still? Yeah, she's there,
1: but she's a train wreck. Ed. She's not gonna let. She's gonna self destruct. Ed.
2: Not only, yeah. so last
3: episode, she, they had a one-on-one date, and she got in a shimmery LeMay bikini that looked like she was in a Biggie video.
2: It sounds, sounds delightful. Yeah,
3: and then last night, out of the blue, they had a talent competition where she played the cello. Whoa. That's a big, big range.
2: It is, but that's not a that's not a hot answer. No, it isn't.
3: But um, she's got skills. Also, she was in the shit in Fallujah. She's a war vet.
2: I don't oh, see. So she's, yeah. I don't see her going the distance though.
1: She seems it's, a little it's unstable back, to me. It's but has it's she at general. this point she's, has
2: she already lasted longer than any I think so? Black she's,
3: chick, uh, she's black chick or black person in reality I think Amber TV. T- she, she's gone, lasted a while. in Christmas gone, season.
1: I have to look that up.
3: She's gone deep for a woman of color. I'll say that.
1: Well, she's not just kind of hanging around on the outskirts like they usually do. Yeah. Like, she's a featured one. So,
3: and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. Yeah. This, I'm going to make a prediction right now to uh-huh. all our Bachelor fans out there. Listen to me. JoJo gets deep in the game and that at some point makes a play to leave so she can become the next Bachelorette. I mean, maybe. Prediction.
1: She might fall in love with this. Band, band, dude. I don't see it happening.
3: Uh, okay, guys. Excellent job, everybody. Thank you so much, Ed Daily. Thank you so much, Kate. For Ed Daily, for Kate McManus. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week.
1: Bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>